Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my Eye Clarity Podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest Eye Clarity episode. things you could do if you're having a neck issue is really put a lot of the O sound into the neck area or the jaw area. So you can apply this specifically to areas where you're feeling some compression or restriction. Another comment, there's a lot of fluid coming in my eyes, also a little bit of stingy in its energy. I'm early born, seven minutes. Yes, it could be related. Uh, and it also can be cons- uh, constrictions. Uh, It's okay if you forget one part of this, no problem. Maybe give a word or two on how you're feeling. Somebody's writing, I feel more relaxed. Really good for neuroplasticity to feel the relaxation. That's part of the formula in neuroplasticity is that you're able to reset your nervous system and relax into it. Um, I found myself crossing my hands and putting opposite hand uh, on the neck, enjoyed all the way down. Great. That's what you needed to do. More breath everywhere, neck relaxing. Jay-Z reminds me of my mother teaching me Polish. Wonderful, beautiful. I feel more relaxed, more relaxed and spacious. It's an interesting way of creating vibration through the cranial bones exactly imagine the ways it is affecting the brain it is pumping cerebral spinal fluid in and out of the third ventricle of the brain which is going to have an effect on the sphenoid bone and the occipital bones also into the jaw area it's a way to give yourself a craniosacral treatment could feel my heart beating in my head but not like a headache just pulse spacious Yeah, we want to create more spaciousness in the neurons, like when that picture I showed you when we were a child. I found it fascinating, many different thoughts, easier to type after doing this, was a a reward for my body, aware. So the, the potency in this is beyond words. That's why I became a continuum teacher and bringing this in with all my trauma patients and, um, you know, my students online. This is a great way to uh, convey this. There's a transmission. I feel tight in the back of my lower head and neck. Still feel tight. So a lot of times this practice will show you the ongoing tightness that you've been carrying, you know, again, in the the poll we took, I think it was a very high percentage, if not everybody is dealing with their conditions in a chronic way. So what you have to keep doing is interrupting the current state of affairs in your body and create enough momentum that you can create the change. And 
um, somebody's writing about the precautions. I would say the only precaution is, is that you may hit a spot while you do this where it brings up some very old trauma. And at that point, I would just stop the sound and go into the open attention so that you're just resting and that will uh, reduce the overstimulation in the trauma. I mean, ultimately, this is going to uncover the places where the trauma is living right now. And so you can what we call titrate it, meaning that maybe don't do as many much of the sound, do less of the sound and more of the resting. Titrating means I know what my body needs and I don't want to give it too much to overstimulate myself or re-stimulate the traumas. The other thing is that if you start feeling the trauma, just go into the sensation of it, not the memory, not the emotion of it. Sensation could be things like tight, loose, hot, cold, uh, light, dark. So in other words, you're staying out of the emotional body and you're more in the first order of um, experience which is the sensation that would be a way for you to self-regulate. Oh, wonderful to do it outside. Great to do it outside. Yes, it's going to increase your coordination. Can you do circles or are figure eights important? You can do figure eights. In other words, you want to do more of a circular than a straight line. So any way you do that circulation, it can be a small, it can be a large, it can be a small, medium, large. The word we use is called involution. If you look up the word involution, what we're doing in involutions is we're making these spiral movements, different sizes, and you can make them into the earth, you can make them into your body, and uh, we'll go more into the involution next time. But it's basically a spiral, you know, again, you can look this up, Google it, and look at pictures of spirals. And a spiral is a curving movement. It's curving, and as it curves, it creates more energy, more vibration, more chi, more prana, as opposed to going in a straight line. Couldn't feel a thing over my numb C-section area. Interesting. Um, you know, a lot of times when you when you go into uh, this process, you can feel your birth trauma. You know, we're we're what 50, 60, 70 years of age, but we're still connecting to our birth again it's such a huge imprint and if you can release the birth trauma it's going to activate more neuroplasticity because that's a place where things got paralyzed whenever there's trauma there's a lockdown or a paralysis in that particular area or area of consciousness and what this particular practice does is it kind of opens up the place that's been isolated or paralyzed and simply said what you're doing is dissolving the paralysis so the energy flow can reconnect that's a form of neuroplasticity and neuroplasticity can occur in the entire body it doesn't just occur in the brain but it occurs all over the nervous system I think that if you want to do circles if you want to do figure eights during the O breath by all means do that. Again, I'm giving you full license to do what your impulse is telling you to do. This is very different than what is being taught 
in many of the fitness and yoga and meditation classes. I mean, nothing against those, but I feel right now, now this is more of a general statement, in our health and wellness, we are being um, asked or challenged to take back our health sovereignty. You know, what do I want to do with my body? What do I want to, you know, we see this politicized, you know, whether it's abortion, vaccines, medications, whatever, that the part of this is, if we choose to, can we take back our health? Can we decide what it is we want and need for our body? And then instead of having some authority figure impose something on us, this is one of the major principles of continuum that Emily talked about is that we don't want to give our authority away. We want to tune inside and say, hmm, okay, maybe I can take this or do this or do that. But it's coming from an internally generated place instead of somebody or something telling me that I have to do it. And I want to support your sovereignty. I don't care what your decision is. That's not the point. The point is I want you to have your own sovereignty to make decisions in your health and wellness with your own body, because what I'm going to say here is probably the most profound thing I'll say today, but our bodies contain the intelligence of billions and millions of years of a planetary process that we have absorbed, that we are part of. And if we get out of the way, and if Western medicine gets out of the way, our biointelligence can come in and we know what our body needs. We have the medicine to heal ourselves. And it's why I'm much more interested in natural approaches ra rather than surgical or pharmaceutical approaches, because those don't work with body intelligence. Those impose a synthetically made very narrow uh, solution of a symptom. And in this particular field of neuroplasticity, what it's about is accessing a deeper knowing and intelligence to allow the brain, the nervous system, the fluid body, our sensory systems to return to a normal of vitality and health, regardless of what society says, which is about our aging. So when we age, we get defined in a certain category. Certainly, yes, we do go through an aging process. We are moving into a, a direction of aging, for sure, evolution. But in that, how can we navigate it in a way to keep ourselves healthy and vital? So to tie this up in a little ribbon, your homework, should you choose to accept it, is to use those charts, the colored circle shape uh, chart, halopin, and the words and the colors. That's the first step in the focus, which you need to do in accessing neuroplasticity. Number two, to take this protocol that I've given you with the sound and the movement and so on, and do this every single day. Do it twice a day. You can split the time up, but in order for you to make the changes that you need to make, you must, you are required to do this practice. And if you do it, 
it will accumulate in a way that you will see improvement. Now, for some of you that have physical eye problems, you know, that you have structural changes, you're going to need to add, add some of the nutrients, okay? Now, again, my video blogs, if you just type in macular hole, Dr. Byrne, you're gonna get a whole series of video blogs on what nutrients you need. Corneal dystrophy, Dr. Byrne, type it in. You'll get a lot of uh, information on nutrients that you need. So <clears throat> you need to combine the nutrients, the nutritional piece, the, the, and then this piece. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.